the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Are you ready for the word? Praise him. This is Pastor Pearson of Word of Faith Christian Center here in sunny San Antonio, Texas. A Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church where Jesus Christ is Lord and you'll never be bored. I want to welcome all of you back to our radio broadcast that I pray is being a blessing to you and yours. So sit back and relax as I bring a message from the Word of God just for you. But please, please, please have an ear to hear what the Lord is about to say. Because if you do, I guarantee that you'll be blessed today. So, without further ado, let me bring today's message to you. We're sharing a powerful message with you that's called Rightfully Ours. As Christians, there are things that belong to us as a result of the blood that Jesus Christ shed for us. Things that we have a valid and a just claim to have and or be. God made every one of those things available to you and me. In fact, they're rightfully ours. Not rightfully ours because of anything that was done by you and me, but rightfully ours as a result of what Jesus Christ did for you and me. That is, made available to you and me. Each and every one of these exceeding great and precious promises are things that God wants to be possessed and enjoyed by me and you. Positions and possessions that we have a valid and legitimate claim to because of what Jesus Christ did for me and you. Well, since that's true, then we might as well find out what they are. Then accept that God himself wants them in the lives of me and you. Especially since Jesus bled for them to be received by me and you. So, without further ado, let me share today's message with you. It's called Rightfully Ours. But before I do, I got a question to ask you. Are you ready for the word? Because ready or not, here it comes. Peace is a benefit from the cross. And the Bible says that the work of righteousness shall be peace. Which means that if righteousness is allowed to do what it do, peace is flat out going to manifest for me and you. If righteousness is allowed to do what it does, then peace is going to be what is going to manifest in the midst of our life. Why? Because the work of righteousness shall be peace. Now the word work right there genuine, genuine, generally means generally means a transaction. A transaction. So read it that way. The transaction of righteousness shall be peace. The transaction of righteousness shall be peace. See, when Jesus died for me and you, he made a transaction that purchased the right for us to be able to have peace. It purchased the right for us to have peace. He paid for us to be righteous. Anybody agree with me on that? Am I right about it? Yeah. He paid for us to be, to, to be righteous, but he also paid for us to have peace. Now, a lot of us shout about our righteousness. Come on, shout about your peace. Peace is supposed to be yours. It's supposed to go right alongside of this because the work of righteousness shall be peace. The transaction of righteousness shall be peace. He paid for it. He finished the transaction. Are you listening to me up in here? Glory to God. By implication, that word work means a product. A product, you know, like a product that somebody makes, a product. Well, the product that righteousness produces is peace. Different companies produce different things. And if I name the company, then you would be able to say the kind of thing that they make. Praise God. Hallelujah. Because that's just what they make. That's just what they do. Praise God. Well, 
righteousness produces something. It produces peace. In other words, righteousness goes to work to be able to cause peace, to be able to manifest in the midst of our life. It goes to work, punches in to produce righteousness in the midst of our, excuse me, produce peace in the middle of our life. It, it shows up to be able to cause righteousness, I mean, peace to be able to manifest in the midst of our life. For example, the work of a sculptor is a bust or a piece that he or she sculpts. The, the work of a sculptor is a bust or a piece that he or she sculpts. And we look at that, which they did, and we can see what they produced. The work of a carpenter may be a home or a building that they may build home or a building that they may build or they may build something inside of a home that we can look and see a carpenter made that. Well, the work of a painter is a masterpiece that he may have painted or some walls or some buildings that he may have painted. And we can look at his handiwork and see what it is that he did. Why? Because that's what he produces. That's what he, that's his product. The work of a jeweler is a beautiful piece of jewelry that he or she designs and or creates Whereas they take some stones and they, and, they, and they put them in place and they embed them in a place. And then you look at what they do afterwards and you say, now that's what I'm talking about with a smile on your face. Why? Because that's what they produce. That's what they create. That's what they design. Well, the work of righteousness is peace. In fact, Scripture says the work of righteousness shall be peace. Whereas there are sculptors who might not sculpt the way they should. There's some carpenters that may not carpenter like they should. There's some painters that may not like paint like they should. There's some jewelers that might jack up some jewels and not, and not jewel like they should. <laughs> I'm going to make up a word, jewel. They don't jewel like they should, praise God. But righteousness always produces peace. If you give it the chance to do what it do. It shall be peace. The work of righteousness shall be peace. Well, the sculptor looks at that piece of a bust or that piece that they sculpted that was once trapped in a block of wood because you know every sculpture was trapped in a block of wood it was trapped in some marble but they chiseled it away and got everything off of it that wasn't supposed to be on it chip 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 because they know what they're looking at they see a block of wood at first, and everybody looking at it, that's just a block of wood. But they don't see that. They see that beautiful masterpiece that's trapped inside of there. And they begin to free it. Until they turn it around and say, and you look at it and say, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Why? Because they saw what it was supposed to be like. And they had the ability to be able to cause it to be just like that when they finish their work and they do. The carpenter looks at a home or a building that he or she builds. Whereas if he might have walked out first and saw an empty land, a barren land, maybe even saw, you know, a run over, over, oh, 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 you know, jungle looking land. Praise God. And then they came and brought you with them and they say, hey, that's what a, this way, this is going to be this way, that's going to be this way, this going to be. And you just don't see. All you see is tree. Bush and tree and, and weeds all over the place. But they like, hey, just watch me do what I do. 
Then they bring in the heavy equipment and then they bulldoze and take it down. And then they lay out the ground and then they add the things to the ground to be able to make sure it stays level on that ground. And then they begin to start putting up girders and putting up wood and putting up all this stuff just like they should. Until before you know it, you come back after it's over and you're looking like, that's what I'm talking about. Look at that beautiful building. They say, yeah. The painter does the same thing too. They see a blank, uh, uh, a blank canvas thing. They say a blank canvas, press God. And they sitting there thinking like, okay. And then they, 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 they looking and they, you know, they might paint you, you know, be looking there and they, they get to work on it. And they're like, yeah, they like looking at it too. But until they turn it around and then you say, wow. What'd you say? I look better on canvas. Praise God. <laughs> Glory to God. You're like, that's what I'm talking about. How about that jeweler? They take a rock, a pebble that look like nothing. You're looking at it like, whatever. You know, you're ready to throw it. And they're like, no, no, don't throw that. Give it here, give it here. And then they take it. And then they, 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 they free it up. And they, and they put those facets on it and, 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 and cut it and, make it just right and then they polish it and then they and then they set it in the midst of a a, a, a piece right there and, and then they hand it to you and then you're like wow this is beautiful yeah how much <laughs> hallelujah big money baby praise God because it's priceless it's valuable the work that they do they know what they do because when they finish everybody looks at their work and say yeah that's what I'm talking about that's perfect this is exactly what I needed. How beautiful a sight it really is when they complete what they do. How about this? When righteousness is allowed to do what it do, peace is going to be the masterpiece that it produces in you. Whereas it sees your life and all the things that are in your life that ought not be in your life, but if you let it do what it do, start chipping away some things from your life. That's taking that's trying to rob you of the peace in your life. Because remember, the thief come not before the steal, kill, and destroy. But he said, I can get that off of you. I know exactly what to get off of you. I know exactly what to put in your life, add to your life, in order to be able to cause peace to be able to manifest in your life. So that that peace, so that by the time they turn your life around, you say, Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. That's perfect. Nothing else is needed. Nothing, it's just the way I wanted it to be. How beautiful a sight. It is greater than I ever thought it could be. Because some of us that are living our peace in our lives, to whatever extreme that we live, whatever extent we live in our peace in our lives, it's, it, we find out it's better than we ever thought it could be. I know I did. I, I thought drama was the way spark life was going to be. I just thought that was just the way it ought to be. Until I found out about peace. And I'm like, oh, see, this is what I'm talking about. This is for me. Because peace is good. I said, peace is good. Well, see, if the sculptor is still, if the sculpture is all nicked up and undistinguishable, then it ain't finished yet. The sculptor still got some more work to do. If the house only has the frame standing and nothing else is in place, then the carpenter has some more work they got to do. And when God looks at your life and he don't see peace, then righteousness has some more work to do. Because God said, that's not what I intended your life to be. When I looked at you, that's not what I envisioned it to be. That when I created you, I created you to have a life of peace. This is the way it's supposed to be. Is anybody hearing me up in here? So when God looks at our lives and he don't see peace, then righteousness got some more work to do. 
Why? Because the work of righteousness shall be peace. That word peace right there means harmonious accord. That word peace right there means harmonious accord. Now, harmonious accord exists where there's nothing missing, nothing broken, where everything's intact, everything's entire. That's when harmonious accord exists. Everything's in harmony because there's nothing lacking and nothing slacking in the middle of your life. That's why God created this world. When he created his world, he created it everything in harmony. And when he looked at it after it was all over, he said, now that's very good. Why? Because everything was the way it was supposed to be. Everything was operating like it ought to be. Wasn't nothing out of accord. Things didn't come out of accord until Adam did what he did when Adam came out of accord. When he came out of accord, everything came out of accord. Hallelujah. I said when Adam came out of accord, everything came out of accord. When Adam came out of accord, everything came out of accord. Everything is still out of accord in ways that it should not be. Why? Because the men of God haven't stepped up and lived this thing out like it ought to be. Hey, man, because when that man messed up, it wasn't on the woman. I know he want to blame the woman. Praise God. She was just a bait. Now you're listening to me up in here. She was just a bait to get him to do wrong. Because once he messed it up, everything went out of accord. That's why it's so important for a man to be in accord with the Lord. And a man to live his life in accord with the Lord. Because that's when peace is going to happen. Is anybody hearing me up in here? Thank you, Lord Jesus. Peace all in the household. Peace everywhere, too. When a man stand up and do what he ought to do. But we ain't teaching about that right now. I'm talking about peace. Peace is when there's nothing missing, nothing broken, nothing lacking in your life. That's what God wants to have. He wants nothing missing, nothing broken, nothing lacking in your life. Where you can be able to live a life of peace that God had in store for you. The peace that righteousness goes to work to ensure happens for you. Because where peace isn't, then that means that there's something missing, something's broken, something's lacking, Something's not operating the way it's supposed to be in your life. But righteousness goes to work to be able to ensure that that never happens for you in your life. It starts straightening out your life, getting things out of your life, getting things into your life so that it can eventually be the life that causes you to turn around and and take your breath and everybody else's breath too. So they can be able to see it lived out the way it's supposed to be lived by you. See, peace is the place where God wants to get everybody to get to. He wants everybody to get to peace. Everybody. Look at your neighbor and say, hey. I'll see you at peace. Amen. Praise God, because we're all getting there. Praise God. Amen. Amen. Look at your neighbor and say, I'll take the high road. You take the high road too. I might get there before you. But keep coming. Keep coming. Praise God. Amen. Amen. Because we all going to get to peace one day. Hallelujah. Some of us got a head start. Praise God. Hallelujah. But some of us carrying a lot of baggage. But that's all right. Chip, 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 chip. Amen. Chip, chip. He, he going to chip, chip some of that baggage off of you too, praise God. So that you can hurry up and get to this thing. God has a stuff for you. Now, many believers, unfortunately, instead of arriving at peace, they, they like the Father wants them to do, they seem to want to get to a place called confusion. Mm-hmm. Because well, at least that's what they seem to do. And that's what they seem to be striving to do because they just be hanging out in confusion all the time. Now, why you say that, Pastor? <laughs> because their life is full of confusion. And they don't seem to mind it. Their life is full of confusion. And they don't seem to mind it. Because many people think that's the way it's supposed to be. Some people say, hey, we break up to make up. Well, how about just staying together and being in peace? Why we got to go through all this breakup stuff? Huh? 
Some people are PhDs at apologizing. Why you got to be so good at apologizing? Hallelujah. See, confusion is not what God wants to be in the life of his people. Thank you for them two amens. Confusion is not what God wants to be in the life of his people. God never planned your life to have confusion. God doesn't have anything to do with confusion. God hovers above it. God didn't get all up in the middle of no confusion. He ain't got nothing to do with no confusion. And he didn't plan for his, his, his people to have anything to do with confusion. No, he didn't. Turn to Colossians. No, make it 1 Corinthians chapter 14. 1 Corinthians chapter 14. God didn't plan for you to be living in no confusion. That's what makes this piece so powerful. Because we're getting back to the way it's supposed to be. All this arguing. All this fussing. All this cussing. All this non-trusting. God never intended for all that. Hallelujah. God wants you to have peace. Everybody say cricket, cricket, cricket. Hey man, God wants crickets going on. Uh, yeah, he wants you to hear the birds sing. When was the last time you heard a bird sing? Some of y'all are like, dang, it has been a while. First Corinthians chapter. Some of y'all said, do they sing? Hey man, they do. First Corinthians chapter 14. Let's look at verse 33. It said, for God is not the author of confusion, but of peace. As in all churches of the saints. As in all churches of the saints. Look at your neighbor and say, you know you the church. You know that, right? Amen. Amen. Because see, you the church. We think it's supposed to be in all churches. Yeah, it's supposed to be in all churches. But the way to get it in all churches is to get it in all the churches. The way to get it in all the churches is to get it all in all the churches. Because when we get it in the individual churches that, live, that, that come to the churches, then we can have some peace in the church like we're supposed to. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. See, God wants us to have peace in all the churches. Look at your neighbor and say, he's talking about you. Amen. See, every one of us is supposed to have peace. Every one of us is supposed to live in peace. Every one of us. Every one of us. Every one of us. Supposed to live in peace. That that air want us. It's supposed to be living in peace. Why? Because God ain't about confusion. Read it again, read it again. For God is not the author of confusion, but of peace. That word confusion right there means tumult and unquietness. Tumult and unquietness. Tumult. T-U-M-U-L-T. Tumult or unquietness. God ain't about tumult. He doesn't want us to live a tumultuous life. God is not about unquietness. God wants us to enjoy quietness in our life. Because remember, the effect of righteousness is quietness and assurance of ever, forever. That's what God planned is quietness. Not, not tumult, not quiet, unquietness. The word tumult means great emotional or mental agitation. Great emotional or mental agitation. Great emotional or mental agitation. Well, some folks just agitated mentally. I said they're agitated mentally. They got great emotional agitations going on. Their mind is racing all the time. Stuff going on in their mind all the time. And most of it ain't good. It's, 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 it's all jacked up up in there. See, God never planned for us to live our lives having to deal with great emotional mental agitation. He wanted peace. Why? Because that's what righteousness does. Now that we're back in right standing with God, 
Peace is what he wants to be able to manifest in the midst of our life. Why? Because that's always what he wanted to manifest in our life. Not tumult. Agitated all the time. Irritated all the time. Upset all the time. Bothered all the time. Fretting all the time. Stressing out all the time. All the God, what? God never intended for all of that. Hallelujah. All these pills you got to take. All these medications you got to take. All these things you got to take just to quiet yourself down. Amen. That's why the liquor industry is so, one of the reasons why the liquor industry is going on so well. Because folk trying to quiet it down in ways that they don't need to be quieted down. But at least they trying. I give them A for effort or E for accomplishment, but I give them A for effort. Praise God. At least they trying. Some folk ain't even trying. Praise God. Hallelujah. Confusion is tumult and unquietness. Tumult is great emotional or mental agitation. Unquietness is a state of agitation, turbulence, or unrest. Notice I said a state of agitation, tumult, or rest. Where do we live? The state of Texas. We live in the state of Texas. Other folk live in the state of turbulence. (laughs) It's the 51st state of the union, praise God. State of agitation, state of turbulence. And the state of unrest. Come on now, you know it's 53 states in the United States of America. <laughs> There's three other states that folk is living. <laughs> Some of them got houses in all of them. Agitation, turbulence, and unrest. God never intended us to be living in them states. God never planned for us to live our lives in the state of agitation, the state of turbulence, and the state of unrest. That's not God's best. A life of unrest, that's not God's best. You're supposed to be able to have sweet, sweet sleep. And you're supposed to be able to relax before the end too. Live your life in peace. That's what God intended for you. See, confusion is not what God has planned for us. Can I get an amen? Amen. Confusion is not what God has planned for us. It was never a part of the script that he wrote for our lives. Never a part of the script that he wrote for our lives. Because if confusion is in our lives, then something's happening that's not God. I said if confusion is happening in our lives, that means there's something happening in our lives that's not God. Because ain't nothing God brings to your life brings confusion. I know my English is bad, but my teaching is real good. Ain't nothing God bringing in your life going to have confusion attached to it. Because confusion is of the devil. God ain't got nothing to do with confusion. So if you got a relationship that's causing confusion, either the relationship ain't God or one of y'all ain't acting like you're supposed to from God. But God, God told me that's for, for that, that one's for me. Well, is that big G or little G? Because little G can make himself sound like he the big G if you don't really know the big G. Because little G will, will play on your, your lack of knowledge of the, of the big G. The little G will play, play on your big, lack of knowledge of the big G, and he'll say, it's me. I'm God, and I'm telling you, this one's for you. <laughs> Ignore how crazy they are. Ignore how ridiculous they act. I'm going to change them one day. And you tell God, well, bring them back to me then. <laughs> Hallelujah. Y'all don't want to work with me up in here. Pray God. Everybody be spooky when it comes time to be with somebody. I, I believe that's God. Excuse me. Well, if it is, just wait. Let him finish the work that he doing. Well, that's all that we have time for today. We trust that you are blessed by what the word of God had to say. I hope that you're seeing that believing that things are rightfully ours is very important to our receiving the things that God told us about in his word. I hope even more 
that the idea that these things God promised in his word are rightfully ours is inspiring you to receive all that God wants to be received and enjoyed by you. I hope that you're learning that those things are rightfully ours. If you want to hear the message in its entirety, just contact the church office at area code 210-785-9238. That's area code 210-785-9238. Or write us at Word of Faith Christian Center, 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, 78213. We'll be more than glad to get it out to you ASAP. But it's always best when you can get it live. So if you're in or visiting San Antonio or surrounding areas, come on by and check us out. Word of Faith Christian Center is located at 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, between West and Blanco. Service times are Wednesdays at noon, Thursday evenings at 645, Saturday afternoons at 430, and Sunday mornings at 8 and 11. If you don't have transportation or you're in need of a ride, we'll come and get you. We have a VIP transportation service that's available for every service. We'll pick you up, bring you to the church, and then drop you off at home after sober. Just call the church office and arrange a ride. If you need a ride, we'll be glad to come and get you. So come on through. I guarantee you it'll be a blessing to you when you do. And speaking of coming through, I have something for all the Christian business people and aspiring Christian business people out there in San Antonio and surrounding areas to do. We invite all of the Christian business people and aspiring Christian business people in San Antonio and surrounding areas to come out to our early morning summit meeting of the Anointed to Prosper Christian Business Persons Fellowship this Saturday morning. It's an early morning breakfast fellowship that's held from 7 to 9 in the morning on the first Saturday of every month with many of the Christian business people and aspiring Christian business people in San Antonio and surrounding areas come together to fellowship and network together as well as to receive a powerful word from God that'll help them to be the successful business people that God has called them to be. Second Chronicles chapter 29, verse 20 says, Then Hezekiah the king rose early and gathered the rulers of the city and went to the house of the Lord. Don't miss this awesome opportunity to fellowship and network at this inspiring and informative meeting of the ministers of the marketplace. There is no charge, but a free will offering will be taken. So come on through. I guarantee you that you'll be blessed when you do. Don't forget to tune in to our broadcast tomorrow for more of this life-changing word we have in store for you. Call a neighbor, call a friend, tell them to tune in. But when you do, know that we're going to ask the same question of you. That is, are you ready for the word? Y'all stay blessed. See you tomorrow. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 